You're listening to the 503 Report with Tim Reinerson and Andrew Wellborn, where America's voice is heard. Be sure to check out our website weekly as we bring Sacramento and the world to you at www.503report.com, where America's voice is heard. And now, it's live from the high desert in the Sierra Nevada mountains. It's the 503 Report, Northeastern California's original political talk show, bringing Sacramento and the world to you. And here's your host, Tim Reinertson. Thank you very much, Stan, and welcome back, everybody. It is Friday. It is our favorite day of the week. It's the 503 Report, bringing Sacramento and the world to you. Usually I say, joining me to my right, my good friend, Andrew Wellborn. Andrew, not here today, and we are very lucky to have with us today Lassen County District Attorney Stacy Montgomery with us. First of all, Stacy, again, thank you very much. You're very welcome. Again, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Okay, well, we have a caller on the line. I want to get to introduce you a little bit more, but uh, we have a caller on the line. We always like to take our calls. Hi there, good morning. Welcome to the 503 Report. What's on your mind today? Well, good morning to all of you, too. Violet, good morning. This is trouble. No, uh, no. I was wanting to know from Mrs. Montgomery how we can get rid of some of these prisons. Everybody at work there seems to be going back and getting an operation, and when they come back, they're worse than they were. You talking about the prisoners? Yeah, we're we're paying for that. That's no. taxpayers' money. Okay, thank you very much, Violet. It is, um, and that's some, one of the reasons for some of the realignment votes and some of the propositions they had out there. But that's a very much a two-way street because those people are in there for 20, 30, 40 years, some without a date. Those people, you have to to make serve their sentence. It's the lower nonviolent they're, de- they're they're classifying now and that's what they're changing. Is that correct what they're the yes. the rules or however you play maybe you can explain a little bit the of that. The rules are changing drastically. And Violet, I thank you for your question and it is a very valid question. Uh, I think in large part that's one of the things that the governor is trying to accomplish uh, with his propositions uh, especially with proposition 57 um, with fewer inmates in the prison there are probably going to be fewer taxpayer expenses with respect to uh, medical expenses and that type of thing but there's a price to pay for that the price that we pay is that we have these folks back out on the street and as I had indicated previously there's a revolving door and it just seems to be spinning faster so I think you have to weigh it all in the balance well that revolving door you know in the 20 years that I have been working out there has really closed dramatically and maybe that they didn't have it right before and some of the changes are good you know uh, where they used to come back in, where you uh, you, bro- you you revoke your parole for some of the things that maybe seem a little bit minor, uh, and you didn't have to go back there for 120 days or 150 days to go through all that process again. I can understand some of those things, but property crimes, I still have a problem with that. They may be against not against a person, but somebody has to pay for that. It's not going to be them who are incarcerated because their restitution is nothing. They make nothing. They're not going to pay anything back. So it's falls on the homeowner or the property owner, whoever has that, or a vehicle, whatever it is, a business, they have to pay for that. Or are they going to get money from the – so we have to make it the, the, the punishable. You have to have time back 
in jail for what you do. Absolutely. We, the people in our office, at the DA's office, we always ask the court for an order of restitution whenever there has been a property crime. But unfortunately, the penalties have changed so much that these people are basically getting a slap on the wrist. They're either, uh, they're not going to prison. Um, Most of the time, they're going to county jail. And with respect to uh, them being in county jail, when it comes to expenses, medical expenses, whatnot, then that's borne by our county. Wow, that's huge. So it's a major shift from the state to the county but then we always ask for an order of restitution from the court the court routinely grants it but oftentimes uh, the victim will never see that money Uh, so it is the victim who has to pay uh, the insurance companies the the brunt is borne by the rest of society isn't that crazy I have a couple of questions here some of the things I'm pretty uh, not very smart when it comes to the duties and things but tell us a little bit uh, what you have to do as a DA what are some of the duties that you have Well, as a district attorney, what we do is we receive the reports from law enforcement agencies. We receive reports from the sheriff's department. We receive reports from the police department, from Fish and Game. And here in Lassen County, because we are a prison county, we also receive reports from the prisons. And we have a prison prosecution program. So what we do is we receive those reports. They're reports related to criminal activity. We review the reports. We review uh, the elements of the crime. Uh, That's one thing that most people don't know is that here in California, well, nationwide, there are elements to each crime that we have to prove. Um, So we review those cases. We make the determination whether or not to file those cases, whether or not the case is good. There's enough to prosecute. Now you say we. Is that you or your staff? We, myself and my staff. Um, The the number of reports that we get is, it's a high volume of reports, for example. And so what we have divisions, like my prison prosecutor, will review the prison prosecution cases to determine whether or not he's going to file on those cases and determine whether or not there's enough evidence to proceed. Um, There's a mistaken belief that uh, people can call up the district attorney's office and say, hey, so-and-so has done this and that, and we can then proceed on that. We have to have a report. Absolutely. I understand that. That, That's pretty simple. Now, to become a district attorney, I'm assuming you have to be an attorney. Absolutely. Uh, you would not yes. want, you have to have a, a basic knowledge of, so I just can't be like Donald Trump, who right. is, I mean, elected president, one for one in, a, in, in running for office in the office, highest office in the land. So does it behoove you to have private practice as an attorney, uh, work for a county or a city, or does that really matter? It's just experience that helps. It's experience that helps, period. Um, There are a lot of prosecutors who have been career prosecutors, and that's wonderful. But I think in some respects, it's beneficial to have a variety of experience. And that's actually where I Uh, where I come from. I have private practice experience. Uh, I got my start in San Joaquin County. As most people know, I was in the district attorney's office in San Joaquin County. Um, I also had some time off where I got to be a stay-at-home mom. Sure. And I absolutely loved that time in my life. I wouldn't trade it for anything. Um, But I believe that all of those experiences have benefited me in my view and my perspective as the district attorney. Well, we're getting some text, so I want to go right to them if we could. Some questions for you, Stacey. It says... uh, um, is it possible to overturn Prop 47? Also, with human trafficking and rape of an unconscious person, a nonviolent crime in Prop 57 
how can we uh, overturn it? Are your hands tied as far as do you have to follow that as a nonviolent crime? I cannot believe I that. I have to follow the law. That is crazy. I have to. It is crazy. It must make you sick when you it see does. some of these it's, things. It's very discouraging. It's very discouraging, especially because my stance was to be very tough on crime and to see these measures pass that basically give criminals a pass. It's it's very disheartening. Um, we have seen, I as I said before, I think the times are unprecedented. Um, one of the things that we're trying to do is to get a new task force here in Lassen County, uh, because right after I started in the district attorney's office, uh, uh, the county lost its funding for task force. It wasn't the fault of the of the sheriff. It wasn't the fault of the supervisors. It just is what it is. And then we saw the passage of Prop 47, where it reduced all those felonies Boy. to misdemeanors. Now we see Proposition 57, where it's reducing time for quote unquote nonviolent offenses that still may be violent offenses, uh, but the 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 law doesn't define it. But yes, I, I can make a very long uh, response sure. to that, and I'm sorry I've gone a little long with that, but uh, it's very disheartening. That is okay. We are joined, I believe, by uh, State Senator uh, Ted Gaines here on the 503 Report. First of all, Senator, how are you today? Oh, very well. How are you doing? Very good. Uh, Tim Reinertson here with you. Andrew is out of uh, the studio today. Congratulations on your uh, victory uh, last week. We are joined in studio by... Lassen County District Attorney uh, Stacy Montgomery is here, and this uh, Senator Ted Gaines. I'd like to introduce you to. Good afternoon, hey, Senator you. Gaines. Yes, how are you? Good to see you. I'm, I'm doing well, and congratulations to you. Great, thank you. Senator Ted Gaines, of course, uh, representing uh, Northeastern California and the area. Again, uh, I saw some disheartening news down there coming out of Sacramento. It looks like the Assembly Senator has regained that ugly supermajority, but the Senate not yet. That's correct. And so we're uh, hanging on by a thread. Um, the race is in Southern California, the Diamond Bar area. And it's Ling Ling Chang is our Republican uh, candidate. She was in the state assembly and decided to run for the Senate seat. She's up by about 1,400 votes. And we have people uh, at the different election offices throughout the Senate district. And uh, we're hoping and praying that she uh, prevails. Senator Ted Gaines joining us here on uh, the 503 Report, bringing Sacramento and the world to you. Senator, we were just, I was just talking with uh, Lassen County District Attorney Stacy Montgomery. We were talking about some of the propositions that just passed, and most notably just recently, Prop 57. The parole for nonviolent crimes increases parole chances for felons convicted of nonviolent crimes. Well, they've already got a chance while they are incarcerated, uh, day for day, good time and everything. They've already got that. Yet we here, uh, not we, uh, Californians continually vote to decriminalize a lot of crimes, the nonviolent ones, they say, the, the rape of an unconscious person. It's totally absurd what's going on in our great state. Yeah, isn't that ridiculous? I just don't, I don't get it. We're on this trend of uh, releasing uh, folks in our prison system, and crime is increasing. And it started with... AB 109, and then uh, Prop 47, and now Prop 57, and I'm very, very concerned because we see crime going up. Uh, I, I see it going up throughout my Senate district, throughout the state of California, and uh, I think we're going to have to be prepared for a higher crime rate, unfortunately. And if I could, I would also like to, to speak about 
Sheriff Deputy Jack Hopkins. Absolutely, Absolutely. go right on ahead. Yes, and he, he, uh, he uh, put his life on the line in Modoc County, uh, protecting the citizens of Modoc County, and uh, tragically lost his life uh, in an ambush situation by a uh, released sex offender. And uh, so I'm heading up uh, to Alturas to honor him and his family and the sheriff, uh, sheriff's department and the great job they're doing in keeping people safe. And it's tragic. This is tragic because we've lost six officers in the last five months in California. And it has to stop. And we've got to do everything. I will do everything I can in the Senate to make sure that we are lifting up our our police officers and our sheriff deputies and fighting the fight to make sure that we're not liberalizing laws on the books that increase the, the risk and crime rate for our state. Senator Ted Gaines joining us here along with Lassen County District Attorney Stacy Montgomery here. And, Senator, we've got a, a lot of texts coming in. I'm just going to read one right now, and maybe you can uh, weigh in on this a little bit as well. Talking of people up here in the area are talking about illegals voting in California in the last 20 years or so, really kind of changing the course of how California has come out. Uh, but once, now that we have a president who has said that he has stated that he wants to get rid of those people and get them out of our great nation, uh, do you think that one, that maybe uh, President-elect Trump might have a chance of doing that? And do we have a chance maybe because a little bit of that and what's going on in California, we have maybe a chance of maybe reversing it and returning us back into a red state? Well, I, I, uh, it's going to be very interesting to see um, what Trump does. I think the fact that he's talking about securing the border is a, a great priority. And we've had real issues with crime, uh, the movement of drugs, human trafficking uh, across our border. So uh, we need, I think that's his first priority from what I can tell. And then I think he's going to uh, tackle the immigration issue. And I'm not anti-immigration. I just want it legal. And I want America to be able to determine what its priorities are and its needs are for immigration. And this nation has suffered for decades as a result of uh, economic development occurring everywhere but America. And uh, so I, I think Trump has a great opportunity uh, to turn that around and uh, very excited about uh, the people that he is coalescing with his team. Uh, Giuliani, I think, is uh, really articulate, tough guy who uh, could sit anywhere in that cabinet and be uh, a huge benefit to America. Uh, Newt Gingrich is another very intelligent man that uh, can help advance the cause of, I hope, a conservative Trump presidency. Senator Ted Gaines is joining us here today on Friday on the 503 Report, bringing Sacramento and the world to you. I want to ask a question to uh, District Attorney uh, Stacy Montgomery, and you can weigh in afterwards. First of all, we saw how California just voted on marijuana. They decided to go along with about r roughly, what is it, 10 or 20 other states to right. make it legal. Yet still, it is federally against the law. How does that affect you and what you can do? Do you have to just look at those things and say, I can't touch those because of Californians and voted uh, to make it legal? But wait a minute, the feds are saying it's still a crime. 
How do you do your job when it comes to that? The problem is the feds are largely silent. Um, so the, the California voters have spoken. So I have to uphold the law uh, as it is in California. And again, I may not like it, but I have to follow the law. And one of the things that is, uh, has been very disheartening is that this is, as, as Senator Gaines indicated, this is a nation of laws. And uh, we have to enforce those laws, and we need to keep them strict if we hope to uh, keep our streets safe. And that's not what we're doing. Senator Gaines? Oh, gosh. I, I, yeah, I don't know how the DA handles that. I think that is a, a real dilemma. But I think with the change uh, of the presidency, it'll be interesting to see how the Trump administration addresses that conflict. I think um, you're... Yeah, I think it's a, a big challenge, and it'll be interesting to see how that's tackled with the new administration. Senator Ted Gaines in Lassen County District Attorney Stacy Montgomery joining us here today. Now, you know, we have a lot of folks in our area who are very uh, pro-marijuana. We have seen that. We hear that on our show. We know that. We've seen what goes on illegally. We've had a lot of uh, huge drug busts up in our area. With this vote like it is, do you think those might come down a little bit because maybe the recreational is going to go up. Are we still going to see huge growths like we have? What do you think, Stacey? I'm afraid we're going to continue to see the growths. Um, there are uh, many, many laws that still need to be enacted with respect to the enforcement uh, of marijuana. Um, in the meantime, um, people can give it to one another, but they can't sell it to one another. And so there are a lot of areas that remain unaddressed. And until the legislature addresses all of those issues, um, I believe the situation is not going to change much. Senator Ted Gaines, uh, is that a, in, in the area where, you know, you live in an area that's out of here, although you represent a lot of the folks up here, do you do you kind of see that along the same lines down there, or is it a little bit more, even more so conservative in your area? Oh, it's a huge uh, issue and challenge in terms of the illegal grows, and we take a look at the devastation they're creating in the natural environment. Uh, and then, of course, you have the violence that's associated with it. Uh, we've even had incidents where hunters have come across groves, uh, have been challenged with, uh, with weapons. So, uh, you know, we're going to have to, I think, continue to work on it within the legislature. I think Stacy is correct. And with that is going to have to come money to make sure that the proper enforcement is put in place. And uh, it's a huge, huge challenge. Senator Ted Gaines joining us here today. I have a question for both of you again. I'll start off with uh, Lassen County District Attorney uh, Stacy Montgomery. We, we saw Californians, and I was really shocked to see this last week, voted to keep the death penalty in play by a significant margin, a little bit more so than the last time, and they even voted for speeding up the process, uh, making it uh, a quicker process for those that are on condemned on death row right now instead of having 20 or 30 years and a lot of them natural causes they die we haven't used the death penalty here for 10 years now so do you Stacy I know we don't really have a lot of that up here in northeastern California do you see that as a positive I see it as a huge deterrent if they use it oh I agree um, I believe that the death penalty is a, is a huge deterrent to crime, and especially when it comes to uh, what's going on with our, with our officers these days. The, the statistics are horrible. Um, 
six in the last five months is ridiculous, and I believe that um, if the death penalty, but, excuse me, if the death penalty were to be repealed, I think that number would go up. And I'm very excited that the voters of California decided to uh, keep the death penalty in place. And again, it's an area that is uh, going to be changing, but I think that it's going to be positive changes in this regard. The the way that it's set up right now, it's ridiculous. The uh, again, as you indicated, that people are dying from natural causes before they're ever getting a chance to um, suffer the consequences. Face their uh, maker. Uh, yes, exactly. Um, but it's because the appeals go on and on and on. And it, uh, what I see is that it revictimizes uh, the families oh, all over again. And it's a life sentence for a, a criminal is a life sentence for the family because the, the appeals go on and on and on and it's got to be stopped. Senator Gaines? I agree with District Attorney Montgomery. Um, this is uh, finally, uh, we're following the process, an opportunity to make sure that uh, an individual is granted a speedy trial and that those that have uh, been found guilty uh, need to suffer uh, the consequence. So uh, I'm in support of, uh, of both of those initiatives. I think this, the process should be sped up and that uh, I'm glad that we retain the death penalty. And I think it is a deterrent, and uh, it's, it's a much bigger deterrent if uh, there is due process and quick action uh, through the, the courts. Senator Ted Gaines joining us here. And as always, Senator, our time is a little bit short with you and with Ms. Montgomery. I know you're on the road right now. You're talking about that. What do you have coming up? Uh, are you excited about... Um, you know, some of the changes maybe that might be happening down in Sacramento, it's going to be a little bit tougher for uh, our elected officials from up here down there. But we always want to thank you for your service and everything that you try to do for us. Do you have anything on the horizon that, that we need to be aware of up here in Northeastern California? Well, I'm going to continue to focus on uh, small business. I'm a small business owner, and I want to make sure that we're providing as much regulatory and tax relief uh, not only to small business owners, but also to individuals. And so I'm going to continue to fight against additional regulation and additional taxes. And I think you'll see that my bill package, it'll be a small bill package. I don't believe in carrying a whole bunch of bills, but uh, I'm, I'm interested in providing freedom to Californians. And uh, my bill package should reflect that. Senator Ted Gaines, we can't thank you enough for everything you do for us up here in Northeastern California. It may not seem it, but we know uh, the great job that you do and the fight that you have down there. If the folks want to get thank a hold you of you, to, you bet, and, make, and get, a, get a hold of you, how can they do that, sir? They could uh, just give a call to the Capitol Office, uh, 916-651-4001, uh, or they could, they could even uh, email me at... Uh, TedGaines.com. Senator Gaines, I know you're on the road and you're uh, coming up, and we, we thank you very much for uh, taking time out and answering some questions for us. Thank you so much, sir. Great. Thank you so much. Take care. You bet. Thank you very much. And uh, it's good to hear, you know, what, you know, Stacy, you and I were talking before he uh, came on. Uh, he's in agreement with pretty much everything and how we feel up here in Northeastern California. I guess that's probably why he is our state senator. Yes, absolutely. We have another caller on the line. Hi, welcome to the 503 Report. What's on your mind today? What is on my mind is I'd just like to thank Stacy Montgomery for being the district attorney, and I appreciate 
for strong and strength in fighting some of these issues. Thank you so much for your call. I can't tell you how much I appreciate hearing the words of encouragement. I really do. That's something that, that you know, that we don't as law enforcement people. Uh, I'm a little different. You know, you prosecute them, send them out to a place where I work. You know, the, our sheriffs and our police officers in town. Go up to them if you can and just say, just job well done. You know, Veterans Day, I know a lot of people when they saw our veterans and went up. And I was in an area, I was out of our area, and I was in a, uh, an area where I saw a lot more veterans who proudly wore their jackets, their hats from Vietnam, Korea, even World War II veterans. And I went up, and, I sh- and you know, you could just see them. Thank you so much for everything you do. And we cannot thank you enough, Stacy, for what you do up here. We, you know, we've talked only a little bit about here today, but your job is so difficult. Uh, the laws, you have to follow the laws. We are a country and a state and a community of laws. Like them or not, we have to follow the laws. And wow, does that make your job difficult? It really does. And and there are a lot of things I'd change if I could. Um, And I would just like to say thank you for having me here today. It's been wonderful to be with you. Thank you to all the law enforcement out there, uh, including you, Rhino. You guys do a wonderful job. And thank you for the caller. Uh, again, it means so much to me to hear uh, a thank you because oftentimes we're put in a position where uh, no one's entirely happy. Sometimes the victims are not happy. And then, of course, the defendants are not going to be happy. The criminals are not going to be happy. Well, that's, so. I, I, that's too bad. For, <laughs> I, I, I don't feel don't for feel them. We don't feel bad about that. No, but, I, that yeah. brings me to to a question, you know, um, never having been a part of, you know, having to go up and face a judge or a jury of my peers or a prosecuting attorney. But we hear about plea bargains all the time. Here we, we as the public, me, uh, Joe Rhino here, sees that Freddie over there went and committed a horrendous crime. Let's just say one of these police officers that has just died in the line of duty. And maybe somewhere in the state of, let's say, Washington, the district, you hear that they took a plea on that. They took 25 to life. I don't understand why they didn't go for all the way to the wall to go for death row. Uh, you know, uh, a little bit different here on the West Coast. I'm sure Texas is a place where they, they use the death penalty. be a little bit differently, but, you know, that's got to be tough. Plea bargains, is it because they think, it's not going to happen. How, what's the mindset on a plea bargain? Uh, the mindset on a plea bargain is this. I mean, when you think about it, when you look at the cases that come in, um, it would be wonderful if we could have a system where a plea bargain didn't exist. And um, you had to go I, one way or I'll the other. I'll just be honest with you. Yes, there, that's, uh, I think most great. prosecutors would agree with me. The problem is that leaves you in a situation where you have to try uh, most everything. Uh, because it def- Not enough time in that? There's... The, the taxpayer expense okay, is it. huge for trials. That's one of the things that we at the district attorney's office have to consider. Um, you have to consider uh, the time of the victims, the time of the officers. It, it takes a lot of time and effort. Um, here in Lassen County, we have a small jury pool. Um, so that's also Boy. a consideration. Sure, there are a lot of things, there are a lot of considerations that go into more than you'd think to, way more than you would think. Okay. I had a texture text me personally. I want to ask this to you. Uh, they support you in every way, uh, reelection. I'm assuming that when it comes up, you will be running again. At this point, yes, I am planning on running again. And I do hope the good people of Lassen County will retain me as their district attorney. Well, you know, you have done such a terrific job here. We Thank wanted you. to get you on our show 
as much as we could. We understand the, the burdens that you and your staff, uh, the courts, are put under today. You know, they make a lot of these rules uh, and propositions that pass. They, you know, we talked about it just a little bit. They call them all for the kids and, you know, uh, safe neighborhoods. I don't understand how you can say safe neighborhoods when you're letting convicted felons, no matter what we talked about it, go go free. It I just do, I do not understand because you would not want those pers- those people in your neighborhood, yet they are everywhere, Stacey. That's absolutely right. And unfortunately, we're going to see more of that in We the are future. going to see. Now, if the folks, uh, you know, do you have like an open door? If people want to contact you and talk to you, I mean... Uh, do you make appearances at schools or anything? I mean, how can people... If I'm invited, I will sure. go and make an appearance just about anywhere. Um, one of the one of the things that I value is education uh, in my uh, office. And so we want to educate the public as best we can as to what we do and how we do it so that people will understand, have an understanding of the way the system works and how we can better it. And you're off. Can you tell them how they can get a hold of you where you're located at if they want to? We are located at the old courthouse upstairs. Okay. It's that easy. Stacy Montgomery, Lassen County District Attorney. It is a uh, an honor for us, to, me and Andrew, uh, us to have you on our show today. We can't thank you enough. And, of course, Senator Ted Gaines joined us as well. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I hope you'll have me back. It was my we pleasure. We absolutely will. Lassen County District Attorney Stacy Montgomery. Join us for a rebroadcast uh, Saturday, about 7 o'clock, right, after, uh, right before the news in Swap Shop. And at 7.30 before pre-programmed shows at KSU. And about a half an hour after the show, you can catch us at sierradailynews.com. And we're very lucky to have Stacey Montgomery as our district attorney. We're very lucky to have Ted Gaines as our state senator. Thank you all for the calls and the texts. As Kid Rock says, we are all born free. Have yourselves a great weekend, everybody. Hello, America. Let me thank you for your time.